In the heart of Williamsburg, Virginia, lies Eastern State Hospital, an institution with a history dating back to October 12, 1773. This hospital was established with a noble purpose, to provide compassionate mental health care to the community. Nestled across the sprawling 500 acres, it houses not one, but two patient care facilities. Over 900 dedicated individuals form the hospital's staff, tirelessly tending to the needs of 300 patients who find solace within its walls. This place holds a unique distinction in American history. It was the first of its kind, a pioneering venture solely dedicated to the treatment of the mentally ill. Conceived by Francis Farquhar, known as the Public Hospital of Williamsburg, or Eastern State Hospital, or even Eastern Lunatic Asylum, it was presented to the Virginia House of Burgesses in 1766. Remarkably, it welcomed its inaugural patient on that fateful day in 1773. The establishment of this facility was driven by shifting perceptions of mental illness in British society and the colony's evolving political and economic goals. In the annals of history, Eastern States Hospital's early treatment methods, they're kind of harsh and archaic. They involve practices like bloodletting, intimidation, blistering salves, and even electrocution. Yet amidst these cruel practices, a beacon of change emerged in the form of Dr. John Galt. Dr. Galt believed that those afflicted with mental illness deserved dignity and an opportunity to reintegrate into society. He recognized the intelligence that often lay hidden within the minds of these patients. A story is told of a visit by John D. Rockefeller to the hospital grounds. As he approached an inmate, the patient retorted, Oh, sure, and my name is Napoleon Bonaparte. This episode perhaps encapsulates the complex intersection of sanity and madness within the asylum's walls. In time, thanks to a generous bequest from Rockefeller, the hospital found a new home about three miles west on the grounds of Dunbar Farms. It's essential to acknowledge the darker aspects of the institution's past. At one point, the asylum utilized the labor of up to 45 enslaved workers, while Dr. Galt proclaimed to treat patients without regard to race. Historical records remain silent of the racial composition of the hospital's patient population. It wasn't until 1846 that legislation was introduced permitting the admission of enslaved individuals as patients. The story of Eastern State Hospital extends to the nearby College of William and Mary. In 1965, portions of the hospital's property on Ironbound Road were leased to accommodate students. These five buildings and 38 acres of land became known as the Dillard Complex. The Dillard Complex, though larger than campus dorms, had an eerie ambiance. Three miles removed from the main school grounds, accessible only by bus. In 2006, it closed its doors making way for the Jamestown dormitories on the main campus. But the original structures of the Diller complex still stand, holding memories of generations. Presently, Colonial Williamsburg maintains a recreated site, reminiscent of the original Eastern State Hospital from 1773. It's important to note that this is not the same as the current Eastern State Hospital. On Williamsburg maps, it's simply referred to as the Public Hospital. 
Within this modest section of the historic site, a wealth of relics and meticulously reconstructed patient cells provide a glimpse into the challenging conditions of yesteryears, preserving the memory of those who lived in its walls. These are interesting things with J.C.